Good evening, good evening. I am your hostess with the most, this Sammy the Bramble Bull Rodriguez. Here today, going over a very sensitive topic for most, um, on a very special evening with a special crowd, my own family. Please introduce yourselves. I'm Angelo Rodriguez. I'm Kristen Rodriguez. <coughs> Eddie Rodriguez. Thank you very much. And today's topic will be on homosexuality. Homosexuality is very diverse and can be really, really talked about in any aspect or form. Um, so here's the way it's going to go. Simple. Four minutes of, com of conversing and then 30 second little break to kind of ease it out and talk about the next topic into the next uh, segment. Okay? okay. So <clears throat> let's begin the timer. Four minutes. So the first thing that I would like to discuss with you is uh, kind of talk about what homosexuality is, what it means to you, what, what ideas are, are protruded from homosexuality. What do you think of when you think of homosexuality? Ready to go? Well, I think sexuality is not a sexual orientation, but a... Uh, um, I learned behavior, I guess. Learned behavior? Yes. Sexual, okay. No? I don't know if I necessarily agree with that. I think that you... Yes, I think that you learn from it, but I also do think that you are kind of born, you know... Well, well I, think, I think before we get into it, let's kind of, let's kind of <clears throat> first define what homosexual behavior is or may not be, okay. right? Because in some eyes, I mean, it's, there is no such thing because homosexual behavior like is, is the norm, you know? So let's, let's collectively work together defining homosexual behavior. What, what is that? What is it necessarily? What do you guys think? The same yeah. sex. Liking of the same sex. So here, here in my paper from my research, I think I kind of uh, did a nice little broad definition of what sex, homosexual behavior is. And I said that it's referring to any behaviors between members of same sex long-term bonding, sexual contact, displaying courtship, copulation, friendly gestures, and intimacy. Now, just because we say intimacy here, we are not we do not mean actual sex, intercourse. right? Th there is no intercourse. Intimacy is just a moment of, you know, of two partners coming together, sharing mm -hmm. a, a moment connection. together, right? Connection. Perfect. So that's what I define homosexual behavior to be. It doesn't necessarily have to be kissing or it doesn't have to be even holding hands. It can just be the connection, right? The connection is there and that's final, right? Okay. So, now let's talk. Um, is it normal? Why or why not? Why why do you guys think it's is it normal? Is it not normal? Is it what, what do you guys what do you think, Angie? I think it's normal. Why is it why do you think it's normal? Hmm. Why do I think it's normal? I think um, hmm, I really 
balance between everything. Okay, that's cool. I don't think I necessarily agree with you. I don't think it's normal. I just think that if we've just come to a society now that we just kind of accept it. Okay. But I don't think that it's normal. I don't think it's normal for the same gender to be together. To be attracted to one another. I think that it always should be men and women, not, you know, the same. I just think that we've gotten so used to it that we just kind of like, and we're just not even accepting it. We're just kind of... Just kind of dealing letting, with okay. yeah, we're just okay. gonna deal with it and just let them do whatever they want to do. Puppy? No, it's not normal. It's not normal. Why not? Because um, it's is a universal law or natural law. In the natural law, everything has an opposite. Everything mm-hmm. up, down, left, right, black, white, male, female. Period. Keep going, finish it. Is that, is that your Well, phone? no. I mean, a, again, that uh, in essence is what is considered to be normal. Okay. You know, it's whatever is naturally produced. Right. Anything other than, uh, other than what n- was naturally produced where the human experience has infected or put its own twist on it makes it unnatural and i'm not saying it's right or wrong i'm just saying that do whatever it's gonna make you happy but it's not part of nature correct so homosexual behavior is not it's not part of nature okay Okay. now you may have animals that are able or capable right right well no that's that's perfect because that's going to lead me into my next topic um i'm going to i think it is natural and after doing my research i have an abstract kind of uh, more subjective argument that kind of defends against objectivity, which I'll present to you guys in the next segment. So we'll get right into that. Okay. So last segment, we went over briefly what homosexual behavior is, what it might be, um, and whether or not it's normal. And now that's the big question, is it normal? Okay, now, and we'll begin our discussion here. So there is a huge argument when looking at homosexual behavior. Okay, it's whether it's, uh, uh, it's a nature versus nurture argument. Okay, it's, is it learned or is it genetic or is it something along those lines, right? And after my research, I think it could definitely be both. I definitely think it's a bit of both, but I think that it starts off uh, uh, fully nature. It's it's a fully it's a uh, it's a natural thing, and the reason why I say this, and this brings me into my subjective argument or my point that I mentioned the last segment, um, the reason why I now believe it's normal is because there is that something, whatever it may or whatever it is. It's, it's when you look at that person where you go and you say, damn, whether that person is male or female, right? It's, you can't explain it. You're just attracted to them. And I feel that that right there in itself is proof that homosexual behavior is natural because it's something that's just there from the start, right? Can it be a choice? I think in some situations it definitely can be. Can it be learned? I think it's quite possible. But now to defend 
my point or kind of just put more more to it um <clears throat> believe it or not homosexual behavior is actually found within nature okay it's been documented before um it's been documented more recently more in the 1900s so 1980s 1990s uh, and apparently has been well documented or has been seen but not documented in the 1700s and 1800s because it was a it was an unnatural phenomenon it's not it wasn't you know they were like no this there's no way this could be happening um, but now as we've seen it's been documented in over 1500 different species with 500 of them being more studied in detail which is actually interesting right and we'll take out one example between two penguins uh, by the names of Roy and CeeLo. Roy and CeeLo are two penguins in uh, Manhattan, Central Park Zoo, and they're gay penguins. And they, they uh, experience and they've shown all of those behaviors that I went over in the first segment of showing courtship, showing, you know, uh, gestures that are normally seen with females. They, there's, it's, same, it's homosexual behavior. It's, the, the interesting thing about it is with these two penguins, they wanted to raise an egg together, which is very, I mean, they're two male penguins. They're already abnormal. I put abnormal in quotations. And they want to raise an egg together. Where does that wanting to, to raise a chick, to, to wanting to carry out a normal behavior, why is that arising in an abnormal like specimen? You see what I mean? Like that's a, that's a little contradictory. Mm -hmm. um, but they raised the penguin. And they did, a, they did a lovely job, as the story goes. And as the story goes on, their child, Tango, a female penguin, actually turned out to be gay. Which, again, brings up the question, is it nature or is it nurture? Is it nature because the two parents are gay? Or did Tango learn it from her two gay parents? Right? It's also been seen that um, a lot of monkeys, Bonobos monkeys and Rezus monkeys, which are supposed to be... Uh, similar or close in relation towards us humans um they're meant the majority of it majority of the females are actually bisexual and want to copulate and want to spend time with females now the natural law as my dad said you know wanting to and i'm going to continue here um the natural law of things going together perfectly these females recognize that they need to have offspring so what they'll do, and this is actually pretty cool, what they'll do is they'll be with their female partner and they'll say, okay, I think it's time, whatever that time is. And they'll go look for a male, mate with that male, just to have the baby. And then leave the male, raise the baby with their other female partner. You know, And that in itself is homosexual behavior. So why is it seen here? Where does it come from? You know, like, why are these animals? Because the the whole argument here is animals don't do this, they do this, and animals go by their instincts, you know, which is nature in itself. But <clears throat> you're taking animals that are in captivity, okay? Well, no, I, I forgot to mention that the, homosexuality is or has been more reported in captivity because... They're bored. No, not because they're bored. But it's seen more here because now they're more heavily observed. But it is seen in the wild as well, in multiple species. And it has been documented many times in the, in the wild. I mean, we, we, it's even been seen in dolphins. Dolphins actually, 
are the majority of them are either bisexual or homosexual. I say here, here's the thing. One, who made that decision to classify a specific behavior as homosexual? Who's to, who said that? And at what point did the penguin said, I love him. I want to be married to him. Penguins can't speak. Animals can't speak. <coughs> the human being is the one that is looking at a behavior and saying, oh, that's gay. Oh, that's homosexual. No, yeah, of but course, again, of course. Right. So for us to assume that something that an animal is doing, for us to classify it without being capable of communicating with said animal, animals are animals. They don't see gay, they don't see tango, Mo, Larry, they don't see anything. All they see is this. Looks like me. Oh, sorry. It's okay. It's this, okay. I'll, I'll, I'll bleep it out. This guy looks like me. Or they might just say, you know what? You know what? If I ever met you, if you weren't my son and I met you and I said, you know what? You're a cool cat. I want to chill with you. Does that make me gay? Right, no, but that's no, that's the whole that's thing. No, there's, there's, I, I see where you're coming from, but that's the whole thing. It's 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 seen in animals and animals No no but that's what I'm saying. Humans are seeing the animals and they are the ones that are classifying it as animals. I think we often forget that one, we're not animals, we're human beings. We have that God given talent to think for ourselves, right? And decide. Like if I wanted to dress up on a suit and tie to go to sleep, I could do that. If I wanted to live naked, I can do that. If I wanted to live in shorts, I could do that. If I wanted to live in the cold or in the rain, I could do that. Yes. No monkey has ever decided, you know what? I'm going to put a shirt on today. Where does that come from? Human, right? Human says, oh, he's so cute. Let me put a little shirt on. So it's very hard to say that homosexuality lives in animals when animals can't speak. Right, but again... Again, the argument here is, is it normal? But that's right? what I'm saying. Right, right. Is it normal? Animals go... And I'm not saying we should use animals as a, as a guide. I'm just saying it has been... like a, a, a Homosexual behavior is not only found within humans, right? Even though we have higher cognitive abilities, right? And we are able to decide red, yellow, blue, right? It is also found within organism species that don't have that ability. So if they don't have that ability, why are they why are they performing these actions? And that's what we're looking at, right? We're, we're, I'm sorry? No, I was just I was just gonna say well, let me ask that you. was you were almost saying that we kind of uh, imprint that those actions onto them. Well here's the thing. Sense. Like look at this thing, right? If you didn't know what this is, what would you call this? If you didn't know what it was, what would you call my cell phone that I'm holding in my hand? A mystery. But what would you call it? A thing. Something. How about you? What would you call it? A box. What would you call it? Now, what if I say, no, this is gay? <laughs> this is just the name of it. So, is this gay or did I give it the name of gay? 
No, I yeah, but I. But that's what I'm trying to tell you. We're saying that we're trying to find out whether homosexuality is a natural occurrence in nature, in animals. And what I'm saying is that no, we're trying. No, 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 no. We're trying to see if it's natural. Period. If right. it, if it's if it's a norm. Right. If right? it's natural. And I'm saying that it is. It is. Right. Because there's. It is found in animals. Homosexual behavior is found within animals. And the reason why I think it is natural is because there is. It is very hard to explain why you're attracted to that person from, they, from they, like that natural from that from the start. But you have to consider or define what attraction is. For instance, let's say your mom is a guy, right? <clears throat> Hold my hand. Actually, better yet. Hold my hand. Mm -hmm. No, no, like this. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So now let's say that we're having dinner, right? Now you're my son. Right, right. Nobody else knows that. They see this. Are we gay? But they classify it as gay. Of course, yeah, yeah. Now, in Africa, different continent, men walk around holding hands, which in America is considered to be a homosexual behavior. But over there in Africa, normal. it's normal. So to classify any type of behavior to say that it's gay or that it's homosexuality or that they chose him or her to be their partner without having the thought of or even the idea of what homosexuality is or animal or gay is we're the ones that are giving it that title so if I want to convince people that gay is normal sure that monkey holding another monkey is gay. A dolphin? Yeah, I've seen tons of gay dolphins. But have you ever heard saying a dolphin go, hey? No. Right? Because they live in the wild and they live in the ocean. I know, that's the best part. So, we don't have that. We're going based on, again, the research and the explanation that all the researchers, researchers decided to put down. Because they saw two males holding hands, and they said, "Bro, that's gay." No, no, no. But it's see, we're we're not. I, I told you there's <laughs> like like we're not okay. So I'm not using gay, right? Homosexual. Homosexual. Right. right. No, I'm just homo, I'm homo, using words. Homosexual being same sex, and they're showing behaviors that would normally be seen with a female. That's that's all we're but that's, but that's all we're defining here. So behavior, as defined as what affection? I just no? de I defined it. I defined homosexual behavior as a uh, any behavior any behaviors between members of the same sex, long-term bonding, sexual contact displaying courtship, copulation, friendly gestures, intimacy not necessarily meaning sex so any okay. any moment of so so for instance right where the two men in africa do hold hands right it is a behavior and it is the norm for them right and also i'm sorry also in some countries in europe men sleep together in the bed right again so, it's it's they're both male right they're both the same sex it is a homosexual behavior. Right. This is a homosexual behavior. But that doesn't mean they're partners. Right. right. That's I'm not saying I'm not right. saying that they're partners or not. Right. I'm just that could just be two guys. Yes, that's what I'm saying. That's right. a that's a homosexual behavior. It's it's they're two males. Okay, so I guess my question is 
why is that a homosexual behavior? Because the literal definition is homo, same. Right. Sexual. It's sexual in a form of intimacy of okay. whatever standard. Okay. Right? Not necessarily meaning banging. Right. right? right. Not kissing. So, not... wait. So, I'm sorry to jump in. So... Okay, like holding because, hands because okay so then would hugging another guy be a form that's it's a behavior okay. within the with and if you're doing it with the same sex it is a homosexual behavior now that does not mean you are gay but does it, that mean that it's natural then because if we're talking about homosexual if it's a natural occurrence okay and if we're taking something as sleeping together hugging somebody holding hands living together then I guess homosexuality is everywhere. And in a sense, it is normal because it's done in other countries. However, when you hear the word homosexuality, it's not... Um, but, that, but that's what I'm trying to say is that, is that it is seen everywhere. The problem is people don't see it this way. They, they, we've, we've been they taught. They classify it as. They classify it and give gay. it and give it an, a negative connotation, which is what I'm trying to go against, right? Because I think it is the norm. Any minute action of a behavior, okay, right, that is normally seen with a female, okay, anything that goes against that, which has been the norm, which is I don't think is the norm. Heterosexual behavior is the norm, right? Because that's just the thing that's been seen. That's the thing that's been working, right? Male and female go together, have a baby, population goes on. And this has been going on for eons, like right. eons. Well, I mean, you know? that's, that's, what that's, I mean. that's what I'm saying. They're using that as the norm. Right. And they're saying anything that goes against that or anything that doesn't follow or abide by that is abnormal. And I'm saying, but now we, I think we should change our definition of it. There's so much, it should be a much more broader term because there are huge amounts of instances, right? Where I could just go to you, right? As my father, and mind you, you look young, right? So I go and I hug you. And let's say it's a, like it's, it's a longer hug than usual because we haven't seen each other for a long time, mm -hmm. right? Everybody else walks by and they say, oh, homosexuals right it's a homosexual behavior but does not make us homosexual you see what i mean right, right. and that's what i'm trying to provide here is that with even seen with animals because again there's that whole argument nature versus nurture you know animals go by their instinct which is all natural and we don't see that we do see it but we also don't talk about animals parent parent animals killing off their offspring or or why do they kill them I don't know. It's natural, right? Right. It's but that's natural, right? right? So they ha they don't have a problem with that, but they definitely have a problem or accepting the fact that, hey, there are males who hump other males. There are females who grab other females' genitals. You know, there th that's normal for them. That's what I'm trying to provide here, is that it's seen in penguins, it's seen in hyenas, it's seen in dolphins. There's actually a species. It's, there, it's a wide uh, range of species, but they're called hermaphrodites. And the way that they live, their norm, they're both male yeah. and female. Mm -hmm. Clownfish, Finding Nemo. If Marlin had died, 
Nemo could have took his place. I mean, if he was a female, you know, could switch anytime. Right. right? That's the norm. Is that we well, need we need to fix our definition of norm. Well, I think that that see that see that's that's normal, and it's normal because well, actually, I'm not gonna say that it's normal. Okay. But I'm assuming because the fish been doing this since the beginning of time that it is that it is normal. Now, if we as humans were able to do the same thing, then that is normal. But the fact that we cannot, that we have to um, be... I'm sorry, that we can't switch between... Male and female. Okay. I mean, I can't become a woman. I can try, they can chop my thing off, put boobs on me, but I can't have a baby. But you see, that's another thing, is that the argument goes both ways, looking at animals. I don't think we should look at animals in terms of defining normality, right? Right? Yeah. Because again, They're parents animals. kill their offspring. They're animals, you know. Yeah. We're Human much beings. we're right. We're much smarter than uh, animals, but we can definitely look at animals and see that it is not abnormal to not see homosexual behavior. You see what I mean? Because it, it's it's been seen. It's been documented. It's been recorded. Yeah, but see, then, then we're going back to the same thing. You know, if we look at two straight dogs, uh, two stray dogs, I'm sorry, and they're having a blast in the garage. Yeah. Those are gay dogs. Stray dogs. Stray, stray dogs, meaning stray dogs, stray like, dogs. Like, but do we know whether they're male or female? They're two males. It doesn't matter, the same sex. Two males. Oh, two males or two females, right? And they're going at it. Yeah, yeah. Right? We look at it like, they're gay, right? They're but dope. see, that's the problem. That's no, no, that's no, that's that's what I'm saying. I'm not saying that I'm looking at it and saying that's gay. I'm saying that the scientists they said the dolphins, the penguins, the fish, and all these things, they are the ones they saw a behavior and said that's gay, or that's homosexual. Right. The dog because it is. It is literally. It's defined by the human. The human is the one that decided that's homosexual. There is no such thing as a homosexual behavior. Okay. It's a behavior or actions, and we as human beings decided to give it a name, call it something. Oh, he's smiling, he must be happy. Oh, he's crying, he must be sad. Oh, f him, he's Oh, sorry. It's okay, I can move that. I can move that. I'm sorry. Okay, we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna take a small break here, and uh, we're gonna move into our last topic for today's conversation. Um, that was interesting. That was a good it was one. Very and now we can move on from it. So we'll get back after the break. Okay. <laughs> Finally back from our break. Hello, everyone. Um, okay. So last segment, we had a, uh, a little bit longer conversation than four minutes. I'd say about 15 yeah. 20, 26 minutes. Uh, yeah, about Something 20 like that. Minutes. About 20, 26 Daddy minutes. Daddy got on a roll. It's okay. That's perfectly fine. That's perfectly fine. So we, we briefly talked about uh, what is norm, why it's normal, whether it is or it isn't. And we kind of looked at animals presenting different species, hermaphrodites, uh, monkeys, dolphins, penguins. We presented that information. And now we get into something slightly more interesting. And this is more uh, abstract, as, as I would say. 
um, we're going to try and look and see and try to answer the, the hardest question. Is it nature or is it nurture? And we're going to look at, uh, I have a couple of theories uh, here in my paper, um, looking at that, trying to answer the question. If it has been answered, it hasn't been answered. So, uh, Asarafa, Angie, Angie, where do you think homosexual behavior derives from? Homosexual, either nurtured or natured. Right. It's a great question. That's, I feel like that's kind of hard. Um, um, is it natured or I'm gonna say it's nurtured. It's nurtured, so it's a learned behavior. Or it could be nature. See, that's... It's, so, that's, oh, it's a little bit of both, you think? I think it's a little bit of both. I think it's where, you, where you've been around, where, you, where you've grown up. Who you've, you've interacted seen, with, yeah. Who you've interacted with. Mm -hmm. um, what you were kind of just born into, like if you had two gay parents. Okay. Okay, fair. Mom? I definitely think that is, um, it's a behavior learned. So it's neat, uh, I, I, nurture. Correct. I definitely think that uh, you can have 10 kids and if they're all brought up the same, yes, I know everybody's an individual, but they all should be on the same kind of path. I think that you might have one that likes to straggle out because he's looking for more attention. So I think that if he feels that if he, you know, goes the opposite, the way. opposite way, he gets a little more attention from the other nine. Okay. So that's how I feel. Okay. Uh, it's nurture, not na uh, nature. Okay. Why, um, why nurture? Well, if you go through history, uh, back to the uh, Roman Empire, uh, sodomy and homosexuality and pedophilia is abundant in that region. Okay. So I think that throughout ages. But why is it abundant in that region? Ah, uh, I don't know. So what would so what would make you say it's nurtured because of that? Because that's where that's the Roman Empire is literally roughly what we live on. Their calendars, their rules, their regulation, their laws, their government. Yeah, but I, I'm not seeing the connection between well, looking at you, that, okay. looking at those if, people. If you have, if you have the people that control, okay, like the house, right? Uh, let's say I'm the head of the household. Okay. And there's 20 people living here. Yeah. And I like men, you know, I like gay stuff, mm -hmm. and nobody else does. I'm like. Okay, now, what if for 40 years, all, everybody that's lived in this house, they only seen gay stuff. Okay. Gay things on television, music, everything. And I dress them up however they want, whatever. For 40 years of the same thing, that's going to become their normal. Not so, only is that going to become okay. their normal, but their offspring, whether it's naturally 
done mm-hmm. or officially mean adoption or whatever right, right. that's what they're gonna teach their kids okay. and that's for 40 years so you're saying because everything's kind of derived from that but because because, because there was a lot of uh, what did you say pedophilia and all those other, right. those behaviors being majorly seen in those regions right. and then homosexuality we, right, and being that we come from now we don't come well from, they the the majority of, okay their customs traditions huh? all of those descendants not descendants but like customs traditions being like so majorly yes right so that is what we learned from okay right. <clears throat> so I'm going to uh, I'm gonna. Well, we don't really need the timer. <laughs> we didn't use the timer in the last round. Um, okay. Fair. Beautiful point. I'm going to say it's a bit of both. And, uh, again, like uh, Angie like Angie said uh, in the first segment, uh, there's got to be a balance. I do think there's got to be a balance in the world. Um, but just some facts brought on from my research. Um Researchers going in to try to find where it comes from. Uh, they took, uh, they went to the morgue, looked at heterosexuals, and then compared them to homosexuals. And just try to see if there was any differences anatomically, differences within the body. And they found that uh, in, post, in post-mortem examinations, the homosexual male brains, um, they're, they're, there's a spot called the hypo, uh, hippocampus. That is a little bit uh, what is it? It says it's twice the size, the hippocampus. Hippocampus is just a part that plays in memory or um, unconscious things that happen throughout the body. Okay. Um, that happens to be twice the size compared to their heterosexual counterparts. So why is it that this is enlarged and this isn't? This is, this is considered the norm and this is twice the size. Um, there's also been a proposed... Uh, um, inquiry of research trying to find something called the gay gene okay they simply go in look at the chromosomes look uh, at the alleles look at the genes on the chromosomes and try to see uh, try to find a common denominator within all homosexual uh, beings Um, they're all homosexual let's look at the chromosomes see if they have a, a gene in common and this was a proposed idea, uh, which was rejected because there wasn't sufficient amount of evidence. But this is back in the 80s. So coming back up to it, now they find that, you know what, maybe it's not just one. Maybe it's uh, a multiple collection of genes that may contribute to homosexual behavior that is naturally sprung within younger kids, you know. Um, and again, they're, they're trying to see if it is natural compared to people who think it's uh, nurtured. Um, but here's, here's an interesting theory. This is an interesting theory. Um, it's, it follows um, an ordered descent amongst the uh, kids, okay? And um, this can be applied to all living organisms. So the body naturally creates immunizations for us. Right? It'll, it'll naturally, anything that shouldn't be in our bodies, the body's like, nope, you're not allowed to be here, you need to get the hell out. Right. And it'll go to war with those agents and try to kick them out of the body. Okay? The only people on this earth that can pr- reproduce uh, humans are women. Mm-hmm. So the theory goes that when a woman is uh, pregnant 
and the fetus happens to be male or starts to develop as male. The female and the male uh, proteins and the antibodies and all the other structures, it doesn't, it's not the same as the female. It's not the same as the mother. It's a male. How could it be? You know, he has a Y chromosome. He has different developments. He has testicles. So the body, not knowing what the fetus is, right, per se, not saying this is a fetus, we need to keep it alive, per se, like it's, it's you know, not a normal thing. It's just something that kind of sprung up on us. Uh, it sees it as a foreign uh, organism. Mm-hmm. So the theory goes that since the body doesn't recognize that the baby is, in fact, a baby, um, it starts to attack the, the baby's proteins and the baby's antibodies and starts to try to get rid of it. You know, it's not that, not that if it's, it's out of harm, the body's just doing what it's naturally Correct. going to do. And so this theory uh, goes uh, along with homosexuality in, in this aspect. Woman is pregnant, male baby, body's trying to get rid of it, trying to, because it's not normal, it's not normally seen in the body, you know. Woman has the baby. Now the body tries to create an immunization for it. It tries to go ahead and remember, okay, if this antigen, if this ever comes back in our bodies, we're more now ready, prepared to fight it off, right? And now say the woman gets pregnant again, the body's more well prepared this time if it is another male, right? So the body now is gonna be better equipped to attack the 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 male fetus you know okay getting rid of all of its proteins its antibodies you know it's trying it's just doing what it naturally does trying to protect the mother um and this will continuously become stronger and stronger and stronger so the theory is if the woman has three children and they're all male it is more likely for the third boy to be uh homosexual because it's already defended, it's already eaten a lot of, it's already, it's already been well prepared to take out a lot of the male proteins, a lot of the male receptors, you know, so it's stripping away the, the maleness from the baby every time birth is given. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Right? So that was an interesting theory to look at it that way. Pretty cool. That takes a whole different uh, aspect on things. Um, okay, this one's gonna be hard to explain. Okay. And then, um, now we can move on to environmental causes. The problem with environmental causes, as I saw, um, is that in comparison to the nature uh, side of things, nature arguments, nature arguments have a lot more theories that can be backed up with evidence that have been tested. We can test things naturally. such as this, we can run tests this way. Um, the nurture, it runs into a lot of problems because it begins to lack evidence. Because in order to do something on, it, it's okay. In order to do, uh, to run a situation with nurture, now you're dealing with humans who are already born, who are, you know, you're gonna have to do something to them. And that runs into a lot of ethical issues, you know, but, still propose a lot of um, interesting theories. Um, Again, like you guys have said, that it could be a learned behavior from the guardians or the friend's relatives. Um, 
you know, that could have a huge impact on them mm -hmm. in their decision making. It could also be the children that they hang out with or what they see in school because kids learn, kids learn a lot in elementary school, Correct. you know, and they, they tend to pick up a lot of things. Actually, there's a Freudian hypothesis on homosexuality that states that um, homosexuality in males is the consequence of an unresolved Oedipus complex due to males castration anxiety, mm. which is quite the Oedipus complex is is a phase where the child actually begins to resent the father uh, and has like a small attraction towards the mother which happens in every male which is very interesting um, now, uh, interestingly enough, there was a study in the nurture argument side of things where they took birds and they mixed up the ratios. They threw a couple male, uh, males and females into one and other environments it was just all males. In other environments it was all females or more males than females or more females than males. Uh, what they found is that in the heterosexual environments, the male and females all formed us. Uh, uh, pair bondings mm -hmm. and they were very strong they showed the norm that we've seen or that we've declared to be the norm in uh, in the homosexual environments what they saw is the same thing okay. same type of bonding between the same sex males bonding with other males and females bonding with other females showed the same signs of intimacy they would they would create nests together they would want to uh, have, have eggs together, they would sing the same songs, everything that would normally be seen in a heterosexual relationship. Now, to throw a curveball into these, what they also did was they tried to create a disturbance in the homosexual environments. They are like, you know what, for the males, let's throw in a couple females, and for the females, let's throw in a couple males. What they saw was that the relationship between the birds was already there. Correct. Male and male. In the male and male environments, they didn't even look at the females, in terms of uh, in terms of a partner. They didn't want to leave because they already had the connection. It was already there. It's being satisfied, you know. And same thing for females. Females looked at some of the males and were just like, "No, I already have a female." And they didn't leave their prior uh, relationship, you know. Some, of course, did, but the majority didn't. So that was interesting. So I so the. Um, it's seen with any organism living on this planet that there needs to be some form of intimacy. There needs to be uh, intimacy, there needs to be some form of contact mm -hmm. to be satisfied. That's a need that all living organisms need, that, that they have. Well, though, well, I guess so. Um, but it's very hard to, to say that because um, they were put in a situation that doesn't exist. No, right, but that's what I'm saying. We're, we're putting them into a situation that doesn't exist right. to see if it's nurture. No, no, I, I, no, no, I, I know. know, I understand that. But in order for it to be a natural occurrence, like let's say that we just need bonding, and we do. You know, I, I honestly do believe that as, uh, you know, I don't know about animals, but as human beings, we do need interaction and contact 
Yes. Uh, animals may need the same thing. Uh, but we are the ones that classify it as uh, male and female. They might just need somebody to hang out, hang out with or somebody to build a of nest. Of course. We don't know. Of course. Uh, in the same sense, when you take X amount and X amount and you put them in an environment where that's all they have, it's, it's hard to say. Uh, there's uh, a similar experiment that they did with ants. Uh, they have black ants and red ants. And generally, those ants don't get along. Right. They don't really like each other. But what they found out is that when they run into each other, all the soldiers, I guess you would call them, yeah. they'll come and stand front. They won't hurt nobody. It's like, you stay over there, we stay over here. Everybody's cool. So they found that to be interesting. So what they did is they took a whole bunch of black ants and a whole bunch of red ants and they put them in a barrel. Mm-hmm. And they wanted to see what would happen. Interestingly enough, nothing happened. Mm-hmm. Nothing. The ants were just like, you know, what's going on? It's okay. I can, I can, so, you know. what they ended up doing is shaking the can or shaking the barrel. To start them up. And then they ended up killing each other. So, are they natural enemies? Are uh, ants naturally killers? Or were they just like crazy because somebody was shaking the barrel? Right. So, it's very hard to say what's natural when you create an environment just to see the reaction. Yeah, but I think in this, the, the perp, the, again, to see if it's uh, nurtured, right? It's, yeah. it, it, yes, the environment was created, but it can be seen or uh, related to a situation in which there is a male or female who is just unlucky. And in this case, the birds were unlucky. They didn't have any other female or male counterpart to get along with, you know, there was none there. And in here, you can kind of relate it to a situation in which a male or female in high school or wherever in life is just, has been unlucky, you know, has had the interactions, none of them stuck. And they were just like, you know what? Maybe I can try this. You but know? wouldn't that be, um, I forgot, uh, I think I spoke to you about it. Um, survival of the fittest, right? If I can't make, my bloodline is gone. If the animal kingdom is based on that, then if a pigeon can find a mate, then he eventually is going to die. In nature. Yeah. He's not going to go say, you know what? Yo, Jerry, come chill with me. He's not. Right. Because he's going to keep trying, right. trying, trying. Eventually, something's going to happen where he's going to pass away. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, again, it's very hard to say what's really natural when we're putting animals into a certain environment. Uh, you had mentioned something earlier, which I find interesting, um, that uh, in regards to uh, uh, males hating the father figure. Yes. Out of this complex. Yeah. And uh, that's interesting because a few years ago, and I don't mean few, like a couple of hundred years ago, uh, in um, when the conquistadors will go out to... Uh, uh, discover new worlds. Whatever tribes or uh, people they will find in the land that they were trying to conquer, uh, what they would do is they will uh, kill off most of the warriors or fighters. They will imprison whoever is left. They will rape the women and enslave them in general. Now, any male that would try to defend the woman the conquistador will beat 
that male in front of their children, in front of their wives. So the children and wives knew that nobody can do anything about it. Not only did they used to beat them to death, but they would also uh, sodomize them. So when you have seen as a child a strong male figure being sodomized in front of you, knowing that if you need help or protection, nobody can help you. Now, these conquistadors were so brilliant that they knew that the more they did it, not only would they get affected emotionally, mentally, spiritually, but get affected into a molecular level or a cellular level. It would affect them that much. So think about, remember I said 40 years of watching just gay stuff? Imagine two, three, four, five, six hundred years of that. Now male kids are looking for the mother for protection because the male can't protect them. So now the mother, in order to protect the child because she's seen what the conquistador does to the male, as a mother, you don't want anything to happen to your child. So you're going to do whatever the conquistador says. And unfortunately, after two, three hundred years of males being raised by women, where is the masculinity? It's gone. Mm. That, okay. So now, add two, three, four hundred years, which is at least two, three, four generations mm-hmm. of males watching other males sodomize lesser males and the mother having the power to make decisions because she's the one that can get close to the conquistador. Yeah, okay. Let's see so going with that. Now you have the mother that says don't touch him. Mm-hmm. Don't do anything to him. Mm-hmm. Stay away from him. Just do as I do. Okay, so acquiring those uh, feminine. Fe- feminine characteristics. Of course. Okay. So okay. now you have males that have been raised with no male figures. Mm-hmm. Right, right. I can see that. No, but now that's in history books. Right. That is, okay. they did that not because they wanted to do it, not because they felt like doing it. They did that because they knew that it was going to affect them down to a cellular level. They knew that then. So for us to say that that is natural is very hard. After going through four, five, six hundred years of this. When was the, when did the conquistadors take flight? In the 1100s, 1200s? I don't know. Right? They decided to, you know what? Right. And all the conquistadors came from Europe. Right? Roman Empire. They were the ones uh, hunting thought, the women. I thought conquistadors were just Spain. Europe. Okay. Well, okay. Well, then I, I think... So that's why I said that, what you have said. It... Right. That's not being only raised by the 
uh, by a single household woman. You know, that mm-hmm. could definitely... That, not only are you being raised by a woman, but you look up to a woman. Not because right. there's anything good or bad. No, but, but it's the only thing that's there. Right. You know, which, only sense of protection. Right, only sense of protection, only thing, which, which is really interesting. So I think we can begin to wrap up this uh, discussion, this little podcast. Uh, little. Um, uh, <laughs> it's okay um, it's good I think we can come to a conclusion um, in saying that uh, homosexuality like like many other things in this world are yet to fully be understood I feel like there's a lot of missing information here and there there's things that have been rewritten here and there and I think that specifically focusing on homosexuality, there has to be a lot more testing that needs to be done. A lot more things that still have to be uncovered, you know, in order to develop a deeper understanding. You know, that's with anything in this world, you know. Homosexuality may be genetically passed on. It could be an epigenetic thing where the environment influences uh, sexual behavior, you know. It could be caused by experiences. You know, there's just... Not, there's not there's not enough well, to forget. clearly to clearly define and set what is what right so i think that we all can agree on for sure that uh, we need to reinstate our definitions of normality what it is and what mm-hmm. it isn't cuz i think there's a lot of uh, fluidity you know amongst many things there's a lot of misunderstandings a lot of information missing. So if there's information missing and there's misunderstandings and things are fluid, how can we properly judge what is normal and what is abnormal? 